Two states, Vermont and Maine, along with Washington, D.C., allow prison inmates, even felons, the right to vote. Welcome to Local Wire, a community news service podcast that brings Vermont news to your ears. My name is Mandy Gusky, and I'll be your host for today. Forty-one-year-old Burlington resident Jason Trombley says he's never voted. He says it wasn't a priority. But when he was incarcerated at Northern State Correctional Facility in Newport from 2019 through 2021, he says he did get information on how to cast his ballot, but... It was kind of a pain to the way they do it. They just had our caseworker give us an uh, absentee ballot, and we had to fill it out and mail it. Everything's up to you to, like... Like, they, you even have to buy your own envelope to mail it out half the time. It's crazy. Trombley said that if the process was easier while incarcerated, he probably would have voted. I just think if they made it a lot simpler and, like, actually had some sort of, like, support. I mean, they just hand you a paper and say, here, you can vote. Just having the right to vote is not the end of the story. Even after people have that right, they might not manage to use it or they may not decide to use it for a variety of reasons. Ariel White is a political science professor at MIT. She just published a study on how often people vote while incarcerated. She found the gap was huge. In 2016, about 13% of incarcerated people voted compared to the 65% of eligible Vermonters that voted. And while turnout is historically lower during midterm elections, in 2018, White found only about 8% of incarcerated individuals voted compared to 55% of the general public. That's despite taking steps to try and make voting while incarcerated accessible. Vermont is already doing a lot of things that other places don't do, and we still see these very low numbers. Things like allowing organizations such as League of Women Voters and Disability Rights Vermont into prisons 90 days before election say to talk about voting. Tina Hagen is with Disability Rights Vermont. We found that that message wasn't getting out there to prisoners, So, and there was a lot of misinformation being provided when it, you know, like a prisoner would ask a staff person within corrections, like, you know, about voting, it was just assumed you couldn't vote because you were in prison. Hagen and others try to make it more clear by explaining the election process and how to request an absentee ballot. Some also register people to vote. Chris Barton is the Restorative Systems Administrator for the Vermont Department of Corrections. He says the DOC tries to remain neutral when it comes to voting. We you know, don't incentivize it in any way or disincentivize it in any way. So uh, we want it to be as uh, free a process as possible uh, without correctional control. We do everything we can to make folks aware, and then it's their responsibility to follow through. But, he says, there are a lot of reasons why the follow-through may not happen. With any voter engagement process, you know, the, the more barriers there are to voting the more difficult uh, or the less participation that will happen. So uh, just having an absentee ballot may prevent some folks from voting. That idea that more barriers lowers participation affects everyone, says University of Vermont political science professor Alec Ewald. The more difficult something is to do, the less likely we are to do it. But it's put on steroids if you're incarcerated. 
So if you think of somebody who's incarcerated, voting for them would be even more costly because acquiring information about how to do it, how do I register? And then there's all these other questions about, okay, when election time comes around, how will I decide how to vote on the issues if my access to information is really limited? Ewald says many people who are incarcerated may also be turned off from voting due to their past experiences with the government. Their experience of the government is that all it does is police them and mistreat them. And so they say, uh, hell with it. I don't want anything to do with the government. Um, It does nothing for me. It only does things to me. And there's nothing I can gain from participating in this sham activity. So... How could Vermont boost its voting participation inside its correction facilities? Ewald says, more conversation. There is room for more conversations with people who are incarcerated about politics. People have opinions, and having those conversations, uh, I think, might lead to more people taking an interest in, in voting. Jason Trombley, who was incarcerated in Newport, says making the process easier, bypassing the mail, for example, could help. If they could have it set up so you could just go to your caseworker's office and do it online or something, I mean, that'd be the easiest way. Or have it done on your tablet or something. Or call or have a phone number. I am Manny Gusky, and you've been listening to Local Wire. Be sure to check out our podcast for more Vermont news stories by searching Local Wire wherever you get your podcasts.